Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. This is episode 68. I'm recording at uh, NDC London, January of 2020. And this week we have Jimmy Bogard as our guest. Jimmy works for Headspring uh, as an architect, lead architect? Chief architect. Chief architect. Um, He's got a tip about one of his open source projects, of which he has a few. So go ahead, Jimmy. What what are some of your open source projects people might know? Uh, The big ones are going to be Automapper and Mediator. Um, But I've got quite a few others that don't get quite as much attention, but have equal love from me and our teams. So. Cool. So what's what's another one that people may not know as well that you want to talk about today? Sure. The one I want to talk about is a tool called Respawn. Um, Respawn is a tool for uh, integration tests. When you have an integration test that talks to a database. All right. And one of the big challenges of those kinds of tests is uh, getting your database to a known starting point so that when you make your assertions, you know exactly what you started with. Sure. Um, and so there's a lot of different ways you can approach that kind of problem. The typical solutions are things like wrap every single test in a transaction, right. so you roll back the transaction. Uh, but debugging those kinds of tests is pretty painful. And our integration tests, we try as much as possible to match what production looks like. And production doesn't roll back transactions, it commits transactions. Right. Often we have to do many steps to be able to commit multiple transactions and then make some sort of assertion. So we're having this problem where you know the test databases we were, we were running locally, we could fill it up with all kind of junk data um, as we had multiple test runs, and we would have a hard time figuring out like, what were you asserting against. Sure. And so we we're trying to think, well, what's a good way for us to to clear it out before each test run? And some of the solutions like uh, uh, rolling back transactions just wasn't a very really good experience. So we said, what we really like to do is just clear it out like before each test run, clear out the database. Um, but that's not so easy because you have things like foreign key constraints. So now you have to right. delete things in the correct order. And identity columns can also be painful. Exactly. So uh, what we wound up doing was um, trying to have a much more intelligent database deleter and cleaner um, so that it would examine your schema of the database, figure out the right order in which to delete things out of your tables, and then remember that for the entire test run. So that right. as you, you wanted to, to do it once, you only, yeah, only do it once, and then it'll reset it. Uh, again and again, you know, however you want to be able to run those. Um, and so what we found is that for us, that was the, the quickest way to be able to do that. Every other way, way we saw things like recreating the schema, like just dropping the database, adding it over again, or reattaching databases, they're all orders of magnitude slower. Right. We have uh, projects with hundreds or even thousands of integration tests. It was critical for us to find something that was like super fast to be able to just wipe the slate clean every single time. So when you say wipe the slate clean, you don't mean go back to empty tables, you mean just get rid of the things you changed, right? Or am I not correct on no, that? No, it, well, it depends. So some of our tables are more transactional tables. Mm-hmm. And so those we will actually clean out. Uh, but sometimes we do have like lookup data. Right. It, it doesn't change. So we have, over the years, I've had to add configurability to say, you know, keep these things, ignore those things. So it doesn't, uh, it doesn't keep track of what you've done and get okay. back to it. Just like, it will you, you, you wipe figure back, it to do, to wipe ignore back to some, some specific known state. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so with that, yeah, it um, allows us to still write those integration tests to give us a lot of confidence for our app will run, but not have these like wonky test failures of like, oh, expected three results, but found four results and, you know, things like that. And I'm assuming this is a .NET package that's Yeah, it's C-sharp just a, it's a library. With... It targets .NET Standard 2, so okay. it can run, um, supports a variety of databases, like SQL, of course, but, you know. All the major ones out there, it'll support out of the box as well. All right. And so if you're on .NET Core, it'll work. If you're on, you know, using .NET full framework, it should work because it's .NET standard, right? Yep. All you do is point it, give it a connection string, and tell it to reset, and it'll do the thing. So, you know, don't point it to production, probably. Right, uh, right. But your local test databases, it's great for. Cool. 
Well, that's it. All right. You got any uh, interesting things you're doing these days you want to promote or tell people about? Um, I probably can't promote the talk I'm giving in three hours, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they can watch the video probably. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, no, I don't actually think I have anything coming up. Okay. So. Well, thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you later uh, another episode, hopefully. Yep. Uh, this has been another episode of Weekly Dev Tips. Thanks for subscribing, and I'll see you next week with another great developer tip.